Now, John Laurie is probably best remembered these days as the pessimistic undertaker Private Fraser from Dad's Army, spreading doom and gloom at every turn. We tend to forget about Laurie, the more serious stage and screen actor who took on many a Shakespearean role in his younger days. We're now in the second in a series of plays about the life of Jesus by Dorothy L. Sayers, first broadcast in 1975. He plays the man they call John the Baptist. to be king. A cycle of plays on the life of Jesus Christ. The second play, The King's Herald. Now when Jesus was 30 years old, Herod Antipas was tetrarch of Galilee. And in those days came John the Baptist, preaching in the wilderness of Judea. John, there's all the fuss about. He's been preaching in the desert, yon side the river. Oh, oh. What do you mean, oh, if? He wears a camel hair shirt and a leather belt, and he doesn't have nothing to eat but locusts and wild honey, doesn't he, Mummy? There's worse things than locusts, well fried. He's going to baptize a lot of people in the river. He ducks them under the water and washes their sins away. And the sins go swimming away down the river like like little black wriggly wriggly tadpoles. Here, kill him! Come on, you ugly up! Oh, oh, we're crossing Jordan just like Joshua and me are. Crossing Jordan. 
and closing still. I say, driver, what have you got against the man, John? Oh, I don't know with all this treaty fight. Be good, and you'll be happy, and the Lord will provide, and all the rest of it. Let him provide decent wages, that's what I say, and I'll be happy enough. Then. Oh, well, there's a lot in that. But this man John's making a great to-do. Seems he's announcing that the Messiah is coming to free Israel and bring in the promised kingdom with good wages for everybody and no more of these cruel Roman taxes. Oh, that's politics, that is. Take my advice and keep off it. These here prophets and messiahs mostly ends up in jail. Come on, come up then. Come on, move, come on. Come on. Well, here we are. Yeah. Now, let me get down first. Huh? Oh, 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 oh. oh, now, now, out you get, Mama. Oh, oh, oh. Ah, that's oh, it. Carefully, children. Jump, Isaac. Now, carefully, Miriam. All right, ma'am. I'll hand out the little one. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you kindly, driver. Oh, you're welcome. Now, get up there. Come on, Speedy. Come on, you want Come on. Good luck, but steer clear of politics. <laughs> I'll try. Oh, how hot it is. Keep close to mother, children. Oh, well, now, here's a nice tree with a bit of shade. Oh, excuse me, Mom. Do you mind if we sit down beside you? Not at all. Oh, shall we see you all right from here? Oh, yes. There's a big crowd gone along the road to meet the prophet, but they're bound to come down to the ford here for the baptisms. Have you come over Jordan? Uh, yes. My wife was keen to see this John the Baptist. Have you heard him preach? Not yet, but I want to. You see, I knew him as a boy. Did you really? Yes. His parents lived quite near my old home, up in the hill country, you know. There was rather a strange story about them. Do tell us the story. Oh, story! Story! Well, John's father, Zacharias, was a priest. Such a dear old man, so pious. And so was his wife. I remember them quite well. Of course, that was 30 years ago in old King Herod's day. Ah, he was a great lad, was old King Herod. In his time, Judea was still a kingdom. Oh, his son isn't a patch on him. Hush, dear, be what? careful. Go oh, on with well, the story. Yes, yes. Well, Zacharias and his wife hadn't any children. They'd hoped and prayed and waited a very long time. Till at last they'd made up their minds God wasn't going to send them any. Oh. But one day, when Zacharias was offering incense in the temple, suddenly he looked up and saw an angel. Where? Standing at the right-hand side of the altar. Oh. And the angel said... What was the angel like? Yeah. Like a very tall, handsome young man in beautiful, glittering robes. And he oh. said... What was the angel's name? It was the angel Gabriel. Wasn't oh. Zacharias awfully excited? He was rather frightened. Oh. But the angel said, don't be afraid, I've got good news for you. God is going to give you a son. Oh. He will be a very holy prophet and you must call him John. John. 
And what do you think Zacharias said? I think he said hooray. I'm afraid he said, I don't believe it. Oh! He said, we've waited all this time till we're quite old people and we haven't had a baby. And I can't believe it now unless you give me a sign. What's a sign? Something special to show that if the angel said a thing, it was true. Oh. So the angel said, very well, if you won't believe me, I will give you a sign. Oh. You shall be dumb and not able to speak till your son is born. Oh, oh. Zacharias was struck dumb that very minute and couldn't speak a word to anyone. Poor Zacharias. Yeah. Sure enough, all in good time, Elizabeth did have a baby. And all the aunts and uncles said it ought to be called Zacharias after his father. But Elizabeth said, no, I want him to be called John. And they said, why? There have never been any Johns in our family. So they went and asked Zacharias. And he wrote it down on a bit of paper. His name is John. <gasps> and then, all of a sudden, he found he could speak all right again. Oh, I'm glad he remembered what the angel told him. Mm. John's a much nicer name than Zacharias. No, I don't think so. I think that Zacharias... Of course, the child grew up with a very strong sense of dedication. He was 15 when I last saw him. A great, tall, bony lad and as wild as a hawk. <laughs> a bit touched, would you say? Um, no, I won't say John was touched. Only a bit odd. He went about a lot with a cousin of his, a carpenter's son from Nazareth. Jesus Bar Joseph was his name, and I always thought he was the more remarkable boy of the two. I often wonder what became of him. Oh, dear me, look! Half Jerusalem seems to have turned out. Yes, John is attracting quite a lot of attention. Oh, look! This must be him. Can you see, children? Right over there. Isn't that John? That very tall man with the long black hair? Yes, that's John, all right. Just as I remember him. But who's this man? Please, please, will you please leave room for people going down to the ford? Ah, all those who wish to receive baptism, please come close to the water. <coughs> excuse me, excuse me, good man. Could you uh, move a little further back? The prophet will speak from under this tree. Certainly. Uh, are you a disciple of his? Yes, my name's Judas. I come from Kerioth. I followed his preaching all up and down this wilderness of Judea. His mission will change the face of the world. Uh, all over on this side, please. Quiet! Quiet! Here he is. Men and women of Israel, once more, once more I call you to repent. And quickly, for God's kingdom is coming as the prophets foretold. Not in some distant future, not a year or a week hence, not tomorrow, but now. Are you ready for it? You know very well you are not. For years you've been saying, someday the kingdom will be restored. Someday Messiah will come and all will be well with Israel. But your hour is upon you. Messiah is at your very gate. Now, now repent of your sins and the sins of the whole nation. We repent of our sins. We repent of guilt here in the clear waters of Jordan. Wash and be clean, 
that you may be fit for the task that is laid upon you. For the great and terrible day of the Lord is at hand. Lord, have mercy upon us. Have you come prepared to do this? Are you here because you are sorry for your sins? Or only out of curiosity? I wonder. Some of you, I see, are Pharisees. Religious men, keepers of the law, patterns of respectable piety. What are you doing here? Hypocrites, humbugs, brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the vengeance to come. You seem pretty sure of yourself. Who do you think you are? The Messiah? I am not the Messiah. I am sent to proclaim his coming. Are you Elijah come again? No, I am not. Or the prophet foretold in the scripture? No. Then who do you pretend to be? Nothing. I am nobody. Only a voice crying in the desert. The elders at Jerusalem demand to know who you are. The elders at Jerusalem demand to know by whose authority you baptize. I will tell you. I am the herald of God's kingdom. I baptize, but only with the water of repentance. There is a far greater man coming soon. I shall not be worthy so much as to tie his shoelaces. He will baptize you with spirit and with fire. Show us the Messiah. Show us the Christ. Make ready to meet him. Draw near. Confess your sins and be baptized here in Jordan. Look at all the people getting into the river. What a strange man he is. He's a good preacher, but I don't know that I like him speaking that way to those worthy Pharisees. John doesn't care what he says to anybody. What is your name? My name is Tobias. I baptize you, Tobias, with the baptism of the kingdom. This is the God of Tobias. What is your name? My name is Ezra. I baptize you, Ezra, with the baptism of the kingdom. I shall report to the elders that the movement may be dangerous. Obviously a political move. Better keep an eye on it. You don't want any trouble with Rome. Certainly not most This is a wonderful day. It's the biggest number of penitents we've ever had. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. I must go and help to keep order. One moment, young man. Yes? You're one of John's disciples. I am. Does he mean business, or is this just another call to religion? I don't understand you. I think you do. Well, perhaps I do. You belong to the party of the Zealots? Yes. I am Baruch the Zealot. I belong to the party that wants a free Israel. Is that plain enough? Yes. Come and see me privately. My name is Judas. Judas Iscariot. Judas Iscariot. I shall remember. Let's go. Dear me, that's an interesting-looking young man. Which? Just taking off his coat, look. Well, I can't see. Oh, with the short gold beard, you mean? Yes, and, and the rather remarkable eyes. Well, I do believe. 
Fancy that. Yes, it must be. It's John's cousin I was telling you about. The carpenter's son. Yes, Jesus bar Joseph. Well, now, isn't that strange? I, I must try and catch him when all this is over. Yes, it is God. What is your name? My name is Rebecca. I baptize you, Rebecca, with the baptism of the kingdom. What is your... You hear, Jesus. You come to me for baptism. That's the wrong way about. It is I that should come to you. Do as I ask you now, John. It's right to begin this way, like everybody else. If you say so, cousin. I baptize you, Jesus with the baptism of water unto the kingdom. Oh. I hope we shan't have a storm. That was God talking. <laughs> Bless the Lord. I saw a big white flash come down from heaven. It's only summer lightning, dear. Perhaps it was an angel. You speak silly. You're always imagining things. He may be right. I think Jesus bar Joseph often saw the angels. Told you so. Well, told you so. dear, we don't know. And it's rude to say told you so. He's coming up this way. He looks rather as though he was seeing visions. Jesus? Jesus bar Joseph? Do you remember me? Hannah. Yes, of course I remember you. Are you well? Very well. I'm very glad to see you and John again. How are your parents, Joseph and Mary, these days? Joseph ben Heli rests in Abraham's bosom. Oh. My mother is well and often thinks of you. Oh, how kind of her. Please give her my love. I will indeed. Cousin, cousin Jesus. One moment, John. Look, you haven't forgotten Hannah, the daughter of Levi ben Issachar. Oh, God's blessing <laughs> upon you, Hannah, and on all who seek the kingdom of God. I say... Jesus bar Joseph. Well, young man, what can I do for you? I want to know something. Isaac, you mustn't bother people. Children do ask such dreadful questions. I like children's questions. What is it? Was that big noise thunder? Because I think it was God talking to you. Twasn't. Did you see an angel? I saw heaven opened. Oh. <gasps> and the Spirit of God coming down to me like a dove. And a voice spoke to me, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Oh, there, Miriam, I told you that... I didn't say it, did I? Not really and truly say it. I, I shut up my mouth quite tight, mm, like that, didn't I? <laughs> you resisted temptation like a man. Jesus, won't you come home and have supper with us? Oh, I wish I could, Hannah. But I must go away for a little into the desert to be alone with God. Then was Jesus led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, 
he came into Bethsabara beyond Jordan, where John was baptizing and had pitched his tent for the night. I say, Judas. Well, Andrew, how many did we baptize today? Uh, 23 men, 14 women, and 10 children. Uh, 47 in all. I call that very encouraging, especially the women and children. My dear John Bar Zebedee, you can't run a campaign on women and children. Uh, you're wrong, Andrew. Huh? Women and children are very important. Women talk and bring other women. Then their husbands come to see they don't get into mischief. <laughs> Besides, when the wife's converted too, the man doesn't have to face continual rows and nagging at home. You know, Andrew, your brother Simon would be with us now if it wasn't for his wife. <laughs> That's true enough. Don't expect a man to take risks for a cause if his wife's always at him to put the interests of the family first. Uh, there speaks the practical Judas. Well, James, somebody must be practical. Besides, if once a woman makes up her mind to a thing... Nothing will stop her. Mm. True. In fact, she behaves just like you, John Barzebedee. <laughs> Me? Yes. If you see a thing you want, you make a beeline for it. Charge up to it like a bull at a gate. And then come over all bashful and tongue-tied and leave somebody else to do the work. I don't. I, don't you? I know I get excited, <laughs> but you don't understand. If a thing means a tremendous lot to one and one goes after it, and then suddenly, unbelievably, it's there, within reach, one's almost afraid to touch it for fear it shouldn't be there after all. Never mind them, John. You have the rare gift of humility. That's more than can be said of you, Judas, or most of us. That's right, James Barzebedee. Stick up for your brother. What's more, if it comes to taking risks, you'll find my brother in the forefront. It may very well come to that. Now, just between ourselves, I wish John Baptist would be a bit more cautious. Uh, where is he, by the way? I saw him go out of this tent alone about half an hour ago. Oh, I see. Well... His attacks on Herod are attracting attention. Herod? It's time somebody did speak plainly about Herod. A fine ruler he makes for the Jewish nation. Weak, cruel, self-indulgent, and letting that gang of women lead him by the nose. Yes, Herod's easily influenced. Well, that's rather to our advantage. Hmm? If Herod himself could be brought to repentance and baptism... Oh, now, is that likely? He respects John Baptist and listens to him. He knows he's an honest man and a true prophet. Yes, Judas, I dare say. But it's his wife, Herodias, you've got to reckon with. She'll never forgive John Baptist for the things he said about her. Oh, she's out for his blood. But Herod wouldn't let it get as far as that. And his conversion would make a tremendous impression. John Baptist doesn't think twice about making an impression. He's out to rebuke sin, and he doesn't care who it is. I know, that's why he's such a grand leader. He never seemed to value his own life. And just lately, he's, he's grown more reckless than ever. Almost as though he... As though he saw the end of his mission in sight. I know. I first noticed the change in him 40 days ago. And so did my brother, didn't you, James? Hmm. Yes, his flesh seems wasted, as if... As if the fire of God consumes his very soul. Hey, shut up. He's just coming into the tent. Judas! Ah, oh, welcome back, John Baptist. Judas, oh, Judas. Why, what's happened? You brought good news. Jesus has returned. He's here. Jesus? What Jesus? Jesus bar Joseph, your cousin. My cousin after the flesh. My Lord after the spirit. Whom you baptized in Jordan 40 days ago, hmm? Ah, John. 
40 days ago. All these 40 days he has been in the wilderness. And I waited and wondered and taught the people. Today, while I was preaching, he came walking by the river and I saw the Spirit of God shine through the tabernacle of his flesh like the Shekinah of glory that rested upon the tabernacle of the ark. And I cried to the people, This, this is he of whom I spoke, the greater one than I that should come after me. So I hurried back here, thinking that you, my disciples, would see and understand. And as I came, I felt his presence close behind me, following hard upon me, and yet leading me on. For wherever I go, he is behind me and before me, as he was before me from the beginning. We don't understand you, John Baptist. Bring out the roll of the scriptures. Read. Read what Isaiah says about the Redeemer of Israel. <laughs> You're the best scholar, John Varzebedi. Where shall I begin? He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Begin from there. Oh. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. John, John, is this a prophecy of the Messiah? I always thought it spoke of the sufferings of our nation. All Israel is in Israel's Messiah. Read on. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. John Baptist, I begin to see. To see what, Judas? Why your call is to baptism and to repentance. Why the false peace of heart must be broken and its complacency chastised. I'd imagined something different. But now, now... I, I'm sorry I interrupted. Read on, John Barsavity. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter. Look! What? 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 Where? Outside the tent. Look! There walks the Lamb of God, carrying away the sins of the world. Who is it? I recognize him. It's Jesus Bar-Joseph. Is he coming to us? No. No, he's passing on. He looked this way, but he didn't see us. John Bar Zebedee, what are you trembling for? He looked at me. If this is the Messiah of Israel... What do you want us to do, John Baptist? Are, are we to follow him or, or stay with you? I have no choice. I don't know what you've seen, John Baptist, and I can't understand half you say, but... He looked at me. I must see and speak to him. I must follow and find him, or never again know peace. Don't think I'm ungrateful. I don't want to desert you. But I must go. I must. It's something I can't explain. You do understand, don't you? Let me go, John Baptist. Let me go. Go quickly, John Barzebedee. Never mind me. Thank He's you. off. Run after him, Andrew. He'll stammer and get mixed up and not be able to explain himself. But uh, won't you? No, no. A friend is less embarrassing than a brother. I'll stay. Come back and report. All right. John! John! Wait a minute! John! 
Hey, John! Come on, quick! Where's the hurry? Here. Oh, let's be get my breath. The world might come to an end before we find him. Well, it might, but it's not very likely. He, he can't have got far. He disappeared behind those olive trees. Yes, well, take it easy. Suppose when we turned the corner he wasn't there. I shan't suppose anything of the sort. It, there. What did I tell you? Here we are at the corner, and there's Jesus Bar Joseph. Yes. Yes, it's all right. What are you stopping for? Nothing. I mean, he's there, and it's all right. What's come over you? He's waiting for us. Go on, John. You speak to him. What are you looking for? Do you want me? Oh, Rabbi, we're disciples of John the Baptist. You passed our tent just now, and he told us... Uh, well, anyway, we wanted very much to speak to you, so we ran after you. M my name is Andrew, by the way, uh, Andrew Barjona. You are very welcome, Andrew. And this is John Barzebedee. He, he was the one who was so keen to come, and I, I came with him. Say something, John. He ran very fast, and he's out of breath. What do you want of me? John Barzebedee. You called me, and I came. We don't want to bother you now, if it isn't convenient, but if you would tell us where you live... Quite near here. Come and see. Now? Yes. We will all go together. Wake up, John. I feel as though I were dreaming. time, Master. I do hope he'll get his brother Simon to come. He'll come. Don't worry, John Barzebedi. Oh. Look, on the shelf beside you there are bread and wine and a dish of dried figs. Shall I put them on the table? Of course, Simon's a married man. It complicates matters. The road to the kingdom of God is narrow and steep, and it's not everybody who can travel by it. It means giving up everything that may stand in the way. Wife, father, mother, and all that one has. I won't disguise that. But it's the road to happiness for our people. The kingdom of God is like... What shall I say? It's like a well-to-do merchant living an easy, comfortable life. And then, one day, he sees a pearl so rich and beautiful that he feels he can't live without it. So he sells up everything he has and buys that pearl for his own. My father's brother was a merchant, and he was just like that. He never made any money because he couldn't bear to part with his beautiful things. But he was a very happy person all his life. Did, did you know my father's brother? I know human nature. You're like your uncle, aren't you? You know everything. You read my heart like an open book. I read in it that we shall be friends. Oh, Master, I wouldn't dare to call myself that. Your servant. Your disciple, yes. But I want my disciples to be my friends. Will you, John Barzebedee? How can you ask? 
You know I ask nothing better than to love you and follow you to the death. Thank you. I don't know why I use that gloomy expression. I always talk extravagantly when I'm excited, but indeed I would gladly lay down my life for you. And I for you. That's what friendship means. Come on, Simon, we'll find it here. Listen, here's Andrew coming back. Yes, Andrew, I know. And I hear Simon's voice. Here he is, Master. I've brought him. I said, Simon, we've found the Messiah, and you've simply got to come. <laughs> there was a bit of an argument, but here he is. Good evening, sir. So you're Simon. That means one who hears and obeys. It sounds a very appropriate name. <laughs> or, no, perhaps not. Well, I don't know about that. My wife argued one way, and Andrew argued the other. And in the end, I said, here, I said, I, I, I'm not going to be argued about over my head. I, I'm going to see for myself, I said. Well, that's all about it. I see. My brother Simon's always very independent and, and, and frightfully positive about everything. Uh, yes, a rugged nature. Well, Simon, one of these days we'll find a new name for you. You shall be called Peter the Rock. How would that suit you? Well, you're making fun of me. Never mind. Show me the kingdoms to be won for Israel, and I'll set about earning the name. I shall not forget. Sit down and have supper with us. Thank you very much. <laughs> Mind you, I'm, I'm as keen as anybody to see Judea restored to her rights. I've listened to John Baptist, and it's, it's what I call good religious talk. But it can't stop a talk. And, excuse my blunt way of putting it, uh, there have been so many people starting movements and claiming to be the Messiah, but it never came to anything. They all broke against the power of Rome. And, see here, Master, we've got to face the fact that it's a pretty big thing for a handful of common folk to set themselves up against the Empire. Uh, my brother Simon and I are just fishermen, and, and so are the sons of Zebedee, though they've... They've had a bit more education than we have. John Baptist's got a good following, and I'm sure a lot of them would be ready to follow you. Surely you've only to speak and the whole world would follow you. Yes. It's Rome that's the obstacle first and last. They don't mean Judea to be independent, and they'll listen to nothing except armed force. Children, children. You don't know with whose voice you are speaking. Force cannot bring in the kingdom. It is God's kingdom we are looking for. Ah, but yes, listen but and try to understand. I will tell you what the kingdom is like. You've watched your wife making bread, Simon. Uh-huh. She takes a little piece of yeast and stirs it into a mass of dough. That's it. Then she sets it aside, and the buried yeast begins to work in silence and unseen, till the heavy lump rises and swells and becomes light and ready for baking. Ah. That is how the kingdom will come. Like that? Just like that. <laughs> Are you disappointed? Well, I thought it would come with armies and banners and a big procession riding into Jerusalem. You may yet see the Messiah riding into Jerusalem. We rather expected signs and wonders and that sort of thing. You will see signs and wonders. But you won't believe because you have seen wonders. You will see the wonders because you have believed. We looked for a great uprising of the people. But I see that the people must be taught to know God before they're fit to enjoy God's kingdom. The people? But, but we are the people. And we don't know the first thing about anything. God's word says we should be a holy people, but well, you couldn't call Andrew and John and me holy. <laughs> We're just plain, ordinary men. Master, what is holiness? 
is it just to keep the commandments and say the right prayers and do the right things and pay the proper dues, as the priests tell us? Or is it something quite different? The preaching of John Baptist has troubled our hearts and the great prophets have terrified us with their thunderings against sin. We're disheartened because nothing we do seems to be any good. The righteous God is so great and terrible and far away. How can we rise so far above ourselves? What sort of heroic thing is holiness? The priests are right, and the prophets are right too. I haven't come to take away the law, but to show you how to keep it. This is holiness, to love and be ruled by love, for love can do no wrong. As simple as all that. So simple that a child can understand it. So simple that only children really can understand it. But what's all this to do with the coming of the kingdom? It is the kingdom. Wherever there is love, there is the kingdom of God. Master, that's a strange new idea. Uh, and yet, come to think of it, it is what the Bible has been telling us all along. We'd like to turn it over a bit in our minds. I don't need to think. It's the truth. But I must go and tell my brother James. You say you're a fisherman? Yes, yes master. master. Where is your home? Up north by the Lake of Galilee? Yes, Master, in Bethsaida. Then go back now, all of you, to John the Baptist. When he no longer needs you, you will see me again in Galilee. The day following, Jesus goeth forth into Galilee, and findeth Philip and Nathanael, and saith unto them, Follow me. Then Jesus and his disciples abode near the sea of Galilee, and there he baptized. And John the Baptist was also baptizing at that time, at Enon near to Salem in the land of Judea, Excuse me, but I'm not clear about this business of baptism. There's the ordinary purification appointed by the law, and now here's your special mission. Yes, and see here, you're not the only one. There's a man going about in Galilee, a man called... What's the name again? Jesus Bar Joseph. You remember the man Jesus was with you at Bethabara, beyond Jordan, and you said he was coming to baptize with fire. But he baptizes with water, same as you. And a lot of your converts have gone over to him. It's all very confusing, and we want to know what we're expected to do. Yes, are you the one, or is he the one? And is his baptism better than your baptism is better, or, or what? No man can do more than the task that God has set him. I take you to witness that I never said I was the Messiah. I'm only sent on ahead to prepare you for his coming. Haven't I always told you That's so? That's true, he did. Judas. Yes, sir. Who are those people coming down the road? They look like soldiers. I thought so. Go home now, good people. You'd better not be found here with me. Andrew, what does he mean? I don't know, James, but I'm afraid I can guess. 
Herod's men are coming to arrest me. You have spoken too openly about him. I could not speak otherwise. Did you hear what that man said? We all heard. Jesus is in Galilee. Go home to Bethsaida and wait for him there, Andrew and James and John. Simon is there already. But how about you? Never mind me. We can't all desert you. I have no home in Galilee. I'll go with John Baptist. Judas, are you sure? It'll be dangerous. I'm not afraid. Herod's only bluffing. He'll put you in prison to please his wife and release you to please himself. There'll be great opportunities in his city of Tiberias. I've established certain contacts there. Leave it to me. Halt! Now then, all of you, by order of Herod, Tetrarch of Galilee. I am the man you want, Sergeant. I am John the Baptist. The King's Herald was the second of a cycle of plays on the life of Jesus Christ, the man born to be king. In today's play by Dorothy L. Sayers, first broadcast in 1975, you heard Gabriel Wolfe, John Laurie, Michael Goldie, Philip Lever, Wynne Clark and Elizabeth Proud. With Denise Breyer, Hester Patton-Brown, Alan Wheatley, John Wise, Malcolm Hayes, Howison Culf, Francis de Wolfe, John Westbrook, John Boxer, John Glenn, and Stephen Jack. The Man Born to be King was dramatised and produced by Raymond Rakes. And you can hear the third in this cycle of 12 plays about the life of Jesus, a certain nobleman, at the same time tomorrow. <laughs>